This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk Podcast. Now, Last week, we were complaining a little bit because we didn't have a lot to talk about. And this week, I'm probably going to complain because we've probably got too much to talk about. Um, But we're here today. We've got so much to, as I said, talk about. We've got potentially Jason Knight's departure. We've got the potential arrival of Kane Wilson. We've got two new signings through the door. And we've got an entire game to go through in the next 30 to 40 minutes. So with me today to pick apart all of those things I just mentioned. uh, First off, and Chris, it's very rare, actually, that you're first on here you're you're first in the lobby today good man uh chris matthews redwoods how are you mate oh mate i'm really good thanks yeah good to have i know it was pre-season but good to have a derby game to talk talk about it feels like ages doesn't it (laughs) it does it does it means we don't have to scramble around for for things to chat about on sunday morning this week which is good um and we've also got vic singh how are you vic i'm all good jake how are you I'm doing all right, thank you, mate. I'm doing all right. And uh, last but certainly not least, Callum Bucock. How are you, mate? I'm all good, mate. All good. Let's get stuck in. Good stuff. I was worried for a second then, that uh, moment of complete silence. <laughs> Almost panicked, but we're there. But we're there. Um, but the first thing we need to talk about, uh, we're recording on Sunday night. Um, it is pretty much breaking news. We knew it was coming. Jason Knight's on the way out. But the surprise is uh, a player called Kane Wilson may be coming the other way. Um, so first off, we'll talk about Jason Knight. I mean, Chris, we've known he's been going for a while, haven't we? Uh, the fee's meant to be around £2 million. We're a League One team. He's got one year left. It's not bad, is it? It makes sense for all parties, I think. Um, you know, the, the, the money's good for us. Only had a year left on his contract, so we're looking at losing him on a free next summer. Does he has he really added that much to the team this season apart from running around a lot? Probably not. And obviously, for him and his career, if he wants to be playing for Ireland, um, he's got to be in the championship minimum. So, I think for all parties, it's a good deal. Yeah, completely agree, mate. Completely agree. Um, Vic, what do you reckon, Jason Knight? Yeah, uh, just to echo what Chris said, probably good for all parties. There's only a year left. I said earlier that two million was probably about right for him. Um, and it'd be interesting to see whether Kane Wilson is part of the deal, or if he's a separate deal altogether. Um, mm. But yeah, I think he needs he needs to move to the championship to further his international career. And we get two million to spend plus his wages. So it'd be interesting to see where we spend that. 
Well, exactly, Vic. And Callum, uh, the other two have, have both made really good points. You know, it does seem like a good deal for all parties, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were just saying just before we came live, um, someone into the last year of the deal, anything over a mil, 1.5, you'll take um, in your snappy hand off with it. You can then use that um, the, for the rest of the window, go into um, it with it. A bit more open eye because I think Knight uh, for me is a poor warm player. We're then looking at the midfield and going, who's going to be that box to box engine in that midfield? So it'd be interesting to see if he actually dips into the midfield market um, going towards the back end of the window or he just sticks with who he's got. And he's uh, kind of, the, we'll talk about a couple of centre mids in the, the youth ranks. Uh, from the friendly yesterday, but there's a couple of impressed me, which means we might not need to. Well, that's that's it. Um, and that's one of the good things about Derby, isn't it? We've always been able to dip into the academy. It's, it seems a little ironic that Knight might be on his way out and the next player we're talking about to replace him already plays for us and has played for us uh, since he's about eight years old. So, yeah, it's uh, or a lot later than that, actually. What am I talking about? We're signing from Ireland. But, um, yeah, it's, it's good that we've got players to bring through. But again, at the same time, it's good that we've got the option, haven't we? I think if we need another ball carrier, I think Paul Warren will have plenty of money to work with. Um, so as Vic mentioned, uh, Kane Wilson might be a player coming the other way. We don't know whether it's the same deal. I'm sure the deals will be linked in some way. It'd be pretty weird if they weren't. Um, I've got written down here, three goals, 13 assists for Forrest Green before he went to Bristol. Uh, he had a bit of an injury hit season. Bristol want rid of him. Um, if we sign him on a permanent and we can get him very cheap, I think we've, you know, maybe robbed them a little bit there. Um, because if he can get anywhere near like he played for Forest Green, I'll be watching clips this afternoon and he looks a special player. Uh, Chris, I mean, we saw Joe Ward yesterday and we'll get onto that later on, but it's good to have competition in the wide areas from players with quality, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll put my hands up. I don't know much about Kane Wilson, um, but that Forest Green squad that went up from League Two a couple of years ago, they had some real standout standout players, like we were one of the best teams to go up out of that league. Um, and yeah, I have seen, had a look at him this afternoon, um, a bit of an in- injury hit, hit season, but that might count in our favour, get that price tag down. And yeah, um, you know, Joe Ward looked really good yes yesterday, but to have someone banging on on the door, threatening his place, com, com, competition for places can only be good, and that's something we haven't had for a good two or three seasons. So, yeah, if he if he fits in and we get the right and we're we we get him for the right price, then I'm all for it. And one thing, Vic, that that I liked as well was the fact that he can play both right back and on the wing. And obviously, Joe Ward's in the same boat. Uh, Chris mentioned there, he talked about our depth a little bit. Do you think it will play a big part in our, not just our depth, but also our flexibility if we've got players that can play a number of positions? Do you think that could benefit us throughout the season? Um, yeah, definitely 100%. I think if we think about the way Paul Wan likes to play in terms of his high press, high intensity, we're probably going to risk maybe a few injuries along the season, um, players fatiguing. So it's always good to have multiple players in multiple positions. And it's really good to see that a player like Kane Wilson can not only just play on both fullbacks, I'm pretty sure he can play anywhere across the back four and potentially in defensive mid as well. So the versatility in in Kane Wilson is really unique as well. But we're going to need the squad to get promoted this season. And it's nice to see that 
Um, as well as signing a first choice, we're going for second choices as well. And we're going to need the squad, especially with the way we're going to start playing this season. So, yeah, onwards and upwards. Exactly, mate, exactly. Um, and Callum, I mean, following the arrival of, of Bradley, which we'll get onto in a little bit, signing Wilson kind of signs off our back five, doesn't it? Because, you know, at left back, we've got um, either Elder or Sibley in that left wing back position. We've got a plethora of centre-backs now um, with Bradley being added to the ranks. And then we'll have two players that are, you know, very strong at right wing back too. It's weird, isn't it? After last season, we had so many square pegs in round holes. We'll actually have a full defence that we can rely on for an entire season. Yeah, I mean, the defence uh, last season was uh, a makeshift one, did the job for um, for, for the period that a time that it did, um, but then it got found out towards the end, um, as you said. Um, and I think that we saw a glimpse of that, what wing-backs who are natural wing-backs uh, and know the role back to front um, can do. Um, and you say with getting someone as backup um, means that we don't have to dip into a midfielder going into a wing-back position anymore. We can actually have true wing-backs in that position uh, moving forwards. And and I think the recruitment across the back line, I think, has been um, outstanding, uh, considering we haven't paid a, a, a fee, um, a, well, a traditional transfer fee. Um, and the quality within the Division 3 and that we managed to pull in just shows that next season maybe defense isn't the maybe the isn't the big issue that we're going to go with but um we just need to obviously sort out the uh the thing up top mm-hmm. watch us lose about eight nil to wigan now yeah i know that'd be uh, <laughs> that'd be the most derby thing to do wouldn't it um it would but yeah, enough enough on these transfers. Uh, we'll get into the rest of the transfers later on. But what we really want to talk about is the Matlock game. Uh, first derby game in quite a while, um, which again, it's pretty nice. It, it felt good to yeah, see all the excitement and the build up for the first time. You know, I know it's not really, it's not even a proper preseason game, is it? Um, yeah. It's not even on, when it's not on the scoring apps, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's really not a big game, but it was good to see the team out again. A um, couple of players we want to touch on, but we've got a comment from Derby County Fan 32 who put Ward really impressed against Matlock. Uh, and he's one of the players I really wanted to talk about. Um, Chris, I mean, he set up the goal, the first goal, uh, brilliant cross. He seemed to, obviously, it's against Matlock, so you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt, but he ran that right hand side completely. Um, he worked quite well with Jake Rooney. I know Rooney had a bit of a shaky start to the game, but Ward really helped him out. He's got a lot of pace. As I said, his delivery is clearly exceptional. Uh, he, he looks a good player, doesn't he? He does. And, you know, that ball was so good. Even James Collins could score it. So that, <laughs> that, that, for, that for me is a big tick in, tick in to the box. Um, yeah, he just seems like a worn type type of player, doesn't he? He just he looks like one of those players who can go all season and play every game. Uh, he's got a lot in, lot in the in the tank. Um, and yeah, the way he was helping out Rooney yesterday was really encouraging to see because I think Rooney will get more game time this season, but he will need help. Um, and yeah, that was really pleasing to see. So to quote um, Vic, if he can carry on that, if he can carry on that form through preseason, long may it continue. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hope you're right. And uh, Vic, I'm sorry your catchphrase has been stolen, but if you were yeah. going to you know, describe Ward's impact on the team, how would you describe it? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'd say confidence. Watching him play yesterday, you didn't look out of place. You'd have thought we'd have signed him last year and he's just settled. He's, the way he's settled and how quickly he's settled um, is, is, is surprised me, actually. Um he was he was probably one of the few players that had just had a shot on goal every chance he got. Um, he, that nice sweet volley if that had gone in, probably would have been scenes around here as well. Um, but no, honestly, I, I'm really impressed with Ward. Um, he's going to be a big player for us, and hopefully that might mean that we see Mendes Lang maybe further forward. Well, yeah, that's a another part of it, isn't it? Um... You know, we've been so excited with all the players who've signed. We've sort of not really thought about some of the players we've already got, um, you know, and Callum. I mean, we, we've spoken about Ward quite a lot, um, but Callum Elder on the other side made his debut. Had a, you know, had a decent game. I thought he looked solid, but I thought a player he linked up with really well was Tom Barkazen. Um, and I know Barkazen didn't have the best of seasons last season. I'd describe his, his season as OK. I think he had good spells and bad mm. spells. But the way him and Elza linked up was quite exciting. Um, and I think it created a, a fair amount of chances and won the free kick that Ward's, you know, almost scored. Do you think Tom Barkay's has a real chance in this Paul Warren system this season? Um, it depends on where he puts him. I think, um, obviously, against uh, Matlock, obviously, let's hope uh, the injury isn't serious. I think he's going for a scan um, as, we're, as of the time we're recording. And He's not currently out there with Spain uh, in Spain, but let's just hope it's not because he did impress me um, as he did with you, uh, Jake. I mean, mm. um, last season he was in and out of the squads, um, perhaps um, was a bit un, uh, unfairly dropped um, for um, a couple of people ahead of him um, because he kind of came into a little bit of good form um, over the Christmas period um, and for me, in a three-five-two, the only place I can really see him fitting in is is maybe the front two, maybe maybe on the um, one of the centre mids on the side and kind of linking up with Calamelda like he did. I don't know. Um, him and Mendes Lang for me, they're going to be the two very interesting players um, of how they fit into this squad and how they fit into this system. They're natural wingers. Um, they played in a four-two-three-one last year on the wing. Are they wing backs? Are they strikers? I don't know, and that and that's a problem not for me to worry about. It's one for Warren to worry about. So I don't have to. I can put my feet up and just see it all play out. <laughs> um, but I was really impressed with Callum Elder. Um, I did say a left-footed person called Callum will do it, and he impressed <laughs> me so far. So we can only uh, only hope it carries on. Yeah, I hope you're right. And one of the things you touched on there about where it fitting in the three-five-two. What I found interesting yesterday was that we played a three-four-three, um, mm. which is something we've not really thought about on here, is it? I mean, no. maybe it's our own short-sightedness has uh, let us down <laughs> there. But three-four-three, uh, three-five-two—they're quite interchangeable, aren't they? I guess it's quite literally one change of player. You either have an attacking mid or two slightly wider attackers, I guess. Um, and I think that's where Barkayson will thrive the most because he's got wing backs round him so he can come inside. He's got a striker to play off. Um, um, and it was quite funny watching Liam Thompson try and play as a right forward as well. Mm. Uh, poor bloke. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, it was. I think that's where he'll fit in. I think as part of a front two, he could fit in as well. I can't see him or Mendes Lang playing at wing back. Now we've got two wing backs, or we'll have two wing backs on each side. I don't see why we'd do that again, uh, especially after the shenanigans of, of last season. <laughs> um, but before we move on to another player that really impressed us, we've got a comment from Matt Hunt, who's put, "What are your thoughts on us being linked with Matt Godden from Coventry?" Um, I mean, I had a little look earlier. I've seen him play before, but his goal record's pretty solid. Uh, he doesn't seem to have played that much. I couldn't find anywhere if that was to do with injury or whether um, he just quite literally just couldn't get in the team. But his record does seem pretty strong everywhere he's been over the last few years. Um, I guess I'll open it up to the room. Um, what do people think? It's good in the third division, I think, looking at his, his tallies. Um, mm. he's, he couldn't really get into the squads uh, for Coventry when he got to the Championship. But, I mean, if he can replicate what he did um, when he was in League One, League Two, um, it's going to be a decent option for us. Mm. I did see a poll earlier on um, Twitter where the Derby fans would rather sign Matty Godden or Billy Sharp. Um yeah, Ooh. and I think, I think your reaction, Jake, says, says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say I watched quite a lot of the championship last season. He didn't he didn't play very much, but he does have pedigree in League in, in league One. Um, and I still think, despite signing Washington, we need another striker through through the um, through the door. Um, and But to be honest, I've been very impressed with Warren's recruitment so anyone he brings in i trust will be the right person so yeah if if if, if it happens great i agree mate. i'm so glad jamie's not here isn't it nice <laughs> I to, you said the word washington jamie hates Connor washington for anyone listening yeah uh, he has moaned to me about him since we were linked about five months ago he's <laughs> not to know wasn't he in the group i know chat. i know so, but what is his nice. beef with washington uh, I don't know. <laughs> He'll have to explain himself next week. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. But yeah, I, I do agree, Chris. I think if we can get a, a striker up there, he's a, a goal scorer. In, 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 in my head, the new three reacted to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if, if we do get a striker in uh, that isn't Billy Sharp because he hates us, um, yeah. Matty Godden, if yeah. he can score goals, perfect. That's all we need. Exactly. We just need one exactly. man up there, get it in the net, let everyone else run round behind you and uh yeah hopefully we can do well um now the one we really want to talk about uh we've talked about night leaving but his ready-made replacement was strolling around the center of midfield like he'd been there all his life uh chris darren robinson again i, I my my parents even picked up on this i find it so funny we've got a young player called darren um but what did you make of his performance because i thought he was a real standout you don't get main you you don't get many baby darrens these days do you um, <laughs> but uh no well was, do you remember when we did that episode um about who we'd want to keep for for next season i said mm. darren robinson i think he needs to be in and around the first team squad um yeah he looked really confident isn't he um and i know you know it's pre-season not even that and it was matt lock but he didn't look out of place he looked comfortable with the with with the players around him and I definitely think he's one of those, maybe not an instant replacement for for Knight, but maybe with what's happened with Liam Thompson last few years, maybe a low now um, and he come 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 back stronger. Or maybe Warren sees him as, as a potential for the bench, if not a starting place. So, yeah, it was really good, really, really positive and so nice to see an academy player coming through 
because it's been a while. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was good. It was good to see. I have one whole year <laughs> since we had an academy player come through. <laughs> it's like a drought, isn't it? Um, but Vic, I mean, it's an interesting point Chris raised there. Uh, Liam Thompson struggled, hasn't he? Um, and I think, you know, he was sort of forced into that forward role uh, yesterday. I think Darren Robinson, to be honest, sort of outclassed him a little bit. Can you see sort of Thompson making his way out and Robinson being his replacement? I think I think with Thompson, I think it's a bit similar tonight in the sense that League One isn't suited to their game. But I think in the Championship, when we saw Thompson play, I mean, I think it was against Bournemouth. Um, was it Bournemouth? Where he ran the Bournemouth, game. Yeah, yeah. Was it? And he was just a clear standout. You thought he'd push on from there. Uh, I don't think Thompson's really suited to League One football. I don't think he was suited to National League when he went to Scunthorpe either because I don't remember any Scunthorpe fans saying anything about him, actually. Mm -hmm. um, so I think maybe for the benefit of his career, he should probably move on. And I think Robinson is probably the ready-made replacement for Knight. I think he'll slot into the midfield and uh, he'll be like a Rolls-Royce. We've had a plethora, plethora of midfielders come through the academy and he's just the next star in, in the making, as they say. Let's hope you're right. Um, and Callum, I saw you you put a tweet up, didn't you? You were quite impressed with Darren Robinson. Um, what was it that impressed you the most about him? Um, the calmness on the ball for his age. Um, I appreciate it's uh, against Matlock in a in a friendly, um, but I think it was the composure, um, how quick uh, on the turn he is. Uh, because I mean, it started. Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, a couple of moves um, against Matt Lock where he, he can open his body up. Um, he he kind of knows where he's going to pass it before it gets to him. Um, and it's just those little nuggets that you kind of see in players that do make it up to the championship and, and, and the Premier League that he just has that little bit. And obviously he's been recognised at international youth level. Um, and uh, if we can keep on uh, hold of him, we, we've seen what a young international Irishman can do, and he's now moving on. Um, and he's got into the first team for Ireland. I mean, it's someone I'm, I've not been excited about uh, a centre mid uh, from a standout performance in a long while. So, so I was really impressed with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is about our academy. We'll either make fullbacks or centre mids. Mm, Nothing else. Yeah. You can't you can't play any other position. <laughs> you have to play one of those two positions. Um, have you got your hand up, Chris? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and to be honest, one thing I wanted to ask as well is. I mean, I know we've been quite critical of James Collins. I've been quite critical of James Collins. I thought his finish yesterday was was a decent finish. 
I mean, obviously, we're going to expect to bring another striker in, aren't we? Everyone thinks we're going to bring someone else in. But I've seen a lot of people backing Collins. Uh, Chris, do you think he's, he's genuinely got a chance? Because he's got a good record in this division. He's got a good record in the division below. And to be honest, before, before he joined season, us. Yeah. Well, his record after joining us was better than at Cardiff. So mm. there's still a player there, isn't there? Do you reckon he's got Oh, definitely. Hit? There's definitely a, a player there. You know, he was he was absolutely slated a lot of last season. And to be fair, quite rightly in some in in, in some areas, but He's a good player. I'd rather have him playing for us than against us in League One. Um, and I do think that he will be, if we get another striker in, I think there'll be a lot of rotation up um, up front. But if he can if he can start the season well and get his confidence up, because he's such a confidence player, isn't he? Then you never then you never know. Mm. Um, but I think. I think that I think we need a different striker. I think Washington and Collins are very, very, are very, very similar. I don't think unless, well, I don't. I think it's going to be unlikely one of them is going to score twenty goals a season. I still think with that money we get from Knight, we need to make a bit of a striker statement signing. Mm-hmm. Um, so and hopefully that that might be Godden because I don't think two million is enough to to buy Johnson, Clark, Harris. But we shall see. I think Collins need someone next to him that's for sure um and i really hope it works for him because i i like him i like his worth i like his worth work ethic and even though i said yesterday's cross from ward it would be easier to miss than to than to score <laughs> um sorry easier to score than than, than <laughs> easier to miss than score <laughs> yeah easy 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 for, for me to say but yeah i think it i think it was a good start from him and I think a full preseason under Warren hopefully will get the best out of him. I hope you're right. And we've got a comment from Matt Hunt, who I think is reading the script off my screen. Uh, he's put Ben Radcliffe <laughs> looked decent. Nice little pickup from Burton. Uh, f- funny you should say that, Matt, because the next topic we're going to go on to is Ben Radcliffe, who we picked up from Burton. Um, and he made one appearance for Burton. Uh, I had a little look. He got a 7.1 match rating on his single appearance, which was the second last game of the season for them. Um, I was reading through comments on Twitter. Burton fans really rated him. They thought he was a really good player. Uh, and we've picked him up. Um, Vic, I mean, I thought he looked pretty good yesterday. I don't think he looked as good as Barkazen, especially in the first half. But he came on and he scored a really, really good goal. Yeah, the finish was excellent. Um I was quite surprised because I didn't know much about him prior to that. Um, but he looked calm, composed, took the finish really well. And it could be another another coup for us. Um, again, he plays in midfield. So it's not as if we're short of uh, the midfield area. <laughs> I think he'll be one for the under-23s this season because there's a big rebuild going on there too. Um, maybe on the fringes of the first team should we need him. But it's exciting times. It's exciting times to see a player or these young players coming through. I think, was it Dejuan? I'm gonna gonna <laughs> Brown Brown, is it? Try that yeah, again. I, I've, I've written I've written it down, <laughs> I've just not even attempted to say it. So <laughs> I, I yeah. He looked he looked pretty impressive as well. It's nice to see some of the, the youth uh, players coming through. But yeah, Ben Radcliffe looks a steal. Uh, I've spoke to a few Burton fans as well who uh, are singing his praises, so I guess it's a good thing for us. And Callum, to be honest, when I saw we made the signing, I was a little bit nervous because it screamed Isaac Hutchinson, um, yeah. which, as yeah. we all know, was a pretty unsuccessful transfer for us. 
Um, and his career has probably ended up going worse than it would have done if he'd stayed at the likes of Forest Green or, or wherever he wanted to go. So uh, he, he came in, looked really good. Um, he's got a real chance to break into the first team this season, hasn't he? Yeah, it's weird because we've signed a player from Burton. Normally, it's the other way around, um, especially <laughs> the way they're going with their recruitment. He's not um, 35, mate. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have got one of our academy graduates that just recently signed there. But, uh, but yeah, no, he he, um, he did um, he did really well. Um, it was one of them where um, he didn't make a, an outstanding contribution, but his goal was was really well taken. Um, he think he started the move for the first goal as well, um, taking it out to, to Ward. So um, he, he did well for, for a first appearance and, and that's all you can ask for. Um, let's just see what he does. Um, as I say, I, I probably agree with Vic. I, I see him more in the under-23 setup with the major rebuild that's going on there. Um, and I think they need it, um, bless them. So having good quality players um, within that setup um, can only benefit us. And if he can uh, make one or two appearances, maybe in the um, Papa John's trophy or the uh, EFL Cup, um, then I'm all for it. Yeah, and I mean, when you think back as well, think back to when we were building a really good team and we had the likes of Knight, Sibley, Bird, Bogle, you know, Max Lowe, all of them sort of knocking on the door in the under-23s. We've not had that because of everything that's happened over the last few years. So to have that chance again, I think, is a, a massive benefit to us. Um, and and Chris, I guess just to touch on Brown, I'm not even going to try. Just to touch on Brown as well. Um, I had a quick look a minute ago. He's he scored nine in nine in the under 18s. Um, he almost scored an absolute screamer as well. Yeah. Um, and within about 30 seconds of coming on, he sort of brushed off two defenders, chested it down, and got brought down. And you sort of look at him and think, "You've got something about you." Um, what did you think of his performance? Yeah, it was it was. Odds, wasn't it? It was. I mean, I confess I've heard of him in the un, un, under eight in the under eighteens, but I've not seen much of him. And yeah, he came on as if he owned the place, didn't he? It was great. <laughs> Re- really, really confident. Um, that shot that was just over the bar where he turned, took two players yeah. out. Mm. That was that was you know that was really good good to see. I just I just word of warning with our youth players let's not bring them on too quickly mm-hmm. um we can't throw them all in to the first team squad because league one's hard um and you want them to be coming into the first team on the back of good performances not being thrown in as a result of you know in as a result of injuries so yeah i think he's definitely one to keep to keep an eye on would a season in league two maybe help him who knows? But yeah, he looked really, 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 really promising yesterday. He's built like a brick proverbial, this, <laughs> it, it, isn't he? So yeah, he's a really exciting prospect, but let's not expect too much from him too soon. Mm, he's like a young Chris Martin, isn't he, with that chest down? Sorry, not one person me picked a... me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Callum, go. No, no, no. He reminded me with his stats uh, from the youth level, um, from what you and I, I saw the similar stats to what you saw of a, of a young Jack Stretton um, back in the day when he was picking up all those goals, and everyone was like, "Why is he not in the first team?" I mean, if he mm. carries on at the under eighteen level, goes to the under twenty three level, then carry on. But uh, and just under Jack Stretton, I think he's just picked up a major, major injury. So all the best for him. Um, yeah, uh, going over at Stockport. 
Yeah, yeah. Way to bring the mood down, Callum. God, I know, yeah, sake. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do apologize. Serious injuries. Right. I okay. just had memories of I'm just had memories of Callum Ball going through through my head and <laughs> legend he was. Hey, never forget that goal against Portsmouth. David James yes. is still rooted to the spot now. So uh yeah, that's <laughs> that'll go straight over the young listeners' heads. Um, you know, as, as an old man myself. Um, 25 yeah. <laughs> hey not yet not yet not yet, not yet. Um, we've got a comment from David Seals who uh, has clearly also read my scripts and has put watch the Sonny Bradley interview heavy hints will be club captain um, so yeah just want to move on to our, our two newest signings um, Sonny Bradley Connor Washington very exciting Friday night that was um, Bradley was the first so we'll talk about him first I mean Vic He's a leader, isn't he? He's a massive leader. We saw it at Luton. We saw what the fans said. We saw what the club said. He comes in at Derby. He said he doesn't want to play in this league for too long. He wants to be straight up to the championship again. And as as David says, he wants to be club captain or, or is likely to be club captain. Can you see both of those things happening? Um, 100%. He was very much involved in the, the Luton promotions. He was their leader when they needed him. Uh, We've lost our captain in Curtis Davis, so he'd be the ready-made replacement, I think. Uh, Spoken like a true leader. Um, It's clear his ambitions match ours. We both both want to be in the Championship, him as a player, us as a club. And uh, I'm really impressed by him. I actually know a Luton fan who lives here, and he's been singing his praise. He's already said, and this is his words, not mine, Sonny Bradley is a legend. You're going up this year. That's what he said. So I'll put my faith into that because... He's actually quite famous around here. Um, he's on the East, I think he's on the West Midlands News. Chris might yeah. know him, the old the old guy. Um, but oh, yeah, the yes, practice. West Midlands. You might know you, yeah, him. I know who you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really glad he signed. It's it's that statement signing for me. I think it was with Sonny Bradley. I think that mm. was the signing that everyone's going to think. Yeah, we've got a real good chance of getting hopefully top two if not the uh the league title itself so yeah he's our he's our captain give him the armband now come on let's get it no let's pressure Vic. no pressure what it felt like Vic when um when we signed him it felt like when we announced Didzy last summer mm-hmm. it was that sort of statement signing that you everyone sat up and thought and not just Derby fans but every, I think every let's be honest every club in league one and most in the championship will be quite quite envious so yeah, mm. it was a signing that we definitely needed needed to make, and his interview was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, and Callum, I mean, how long has it been since Derby had a near two meter tall giant with big scary <laughs> neck tattoos at centre half? I mean, it's been a while, hasn't it? And you know, without flexing any of your famous friends, um, what, what what do you reckon? What do you reckon to him? But he just screams captain, doesn't he? Um, Sorry, <laughs> he just screams captain. Um, yeah, I echo what Chris said. The interview is class. And he the statement of intent to the squad and to Paul Warren, to himself, to be honest, to say that he does not want to be in League One next season. Um, and, and why should he? He's come down from a, a team that he's just got promoted into the Premier League. So he's not coming down just to sit on some nice cash. Um, he wants to come back up into the championship and play. Um, and as you say, he, he just looks like that person that we've been lacking set pieces. We uh, set pieces do my nutting uh, for, for Derby County. And I 
cannot wait to see a towering Sonny Bradley header um, and to show Cashin how to do it more often um, because he do, he has it in the locker. He just needs to do it more often. Um, and, and he might just give us <laughs> <laughs> uh, he might he might just give us that bit of bite as well. He's he's a bit rough around the edges. He, he gets stuck in, um, and he might just influence a few of our other players because that's something that we've always been um, is too nice. Um, and Chris mm. Chris knows that all too well, doesn't he, from last season? So uh, we need to get a bit Extremely. more nasty. So he, he yeah. screams it. I hope he gets to the armband and uh, uh, be interesting. I hope Sonny Bradley does our, does, does our pre-match announcements next week. <laughs> Just punching holes in the change room walls pre-match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. And Chris, yeah, as Callum said, he, he's, he's perfect in your book, isn't he? Oh, he's just what we needed. Just what we needed. <laughs> he's... You know, he he looks scary, doesn't he? I mean, you wouldn't want to bump into him on a on on a dark night. Um, yeah, I think he is. I say he's a statement signing, in my opinion. I think probably in terms of um, experience and what he's done, especially last season, probably the one of the top five players in league in League One. Um, and yeah, I just look. I, I think I think he's going to do really good for us. Just it will be the Derby way if he does his ACL first game of the season, won't it? Oh, well done, mate. <laughs> we don't want to think like that, Chris. That is no. Just, this is no, the positive we've... podcast, Chris. We can't, I can't exactly, be saying yeah. things like that. No, no, no. It'll be, it'll be fine. He's to say he's he's also built like a, like a brick. What's it, isn't he? So um, <laughs> it'll it'll be fine. And yeah, I would be very surprised if he's not got that captain's armband on mm-hmm. in the first game of the season. I agree. I agree. Um, and I guess, yeah, touch on our other signings. So Connor Washington, uh, there's been a lot of reaction about him. To be honest, I think he'll be good for us. Um, Maybe from I, Jamie. Uh, yeah, from Jamie. <laughs> um, you know, he runs, he presses, he fights. You know, his goal return in this league is not bad. And if he can bring more to the team, I think he'll be a good signing. Um, Vic, what do you reckon? Um, I think... Well, with Connor Washington, like like Chris said earlier, he's quite similar stats-wise in terms of in comparison to Collins. But like you said, he'll stretch the defenders. He'll probably give us another dimension. Um, he'll look to run behind, which is something Collins doesn't do that much. Um, he'll press. So again, like like Paul alluded to in his interview, it's about winning games in different ways. Connor Connor will offer something slightly different to what Collins will, and if we sign Godden. All three of them are different strikers, uh, which is nice to see. So I think he'll be a dark horse this season. I think he'll get into double figures, um, and I think he'll he'll, he'll shut the doubters up. Um, me probably being one of them as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think I think he'll, I think he'll be a surprise signing, a bit like how Didzi was. Like we knew Didzi was mm. class, but we didn't think he'd score twenty five goals. And so I think he'll be in that sort of ill. I can confirm, Vic, just to put your mind at ease, Washington's not going to score 25 goals. <laughs> just, oh, God. Just he does now, Chris. I hope he does. Come on, Connor. Yeah, we'll make sure to clip that one up and keep it in the archives. The that's, what, that, what, that's what I was really, <laughs> really planning, yeah. <laughs> you just got to jinx every single player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Caleb, I mean, you know, Vic's pretty much covered every base there. But when you look at Connor Washington, 
there's more to football than goals, um, which sounds really funny to say about a striker. But there's there's more to football than goals. And I made a fantastic comment about Shane Long and Graziano Pella that not one person disagreed with uh, on the pod a few weeks ago. I can really see that happening. I'm visualising it. James Collins is Graziano Pella. His hairline's not quite as good, but they're they're similar players. <laughs> He has not got the touch of Graziano Pella. I will tell you now, he has All not. All the Italian heritage. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> Do you think he'll succeed? Do you think it'll go well? I think he fits the mould uh, that Paul Warren wants from his strikers. He wants, um, he was saying three um, exceptional strikers or four, like not average, but all on the same wavelength. I think if he can get, 10 to 15, along with Collins, along with the two, I think we should sign another two. So I'm just going to stick with four. So if we can get four strikers all hitting 10 to 15 goals, I'm happy. Get that, Callum. We'll have won the league by Christmas. (laughs) I love it. Uh, One of the comments that we've got here says, what do we think of us getting, potentially getting Freddie Ladapo? Again, Vic's shaking his head. Go on, Vic. Go on, Throw your hat in. Yeah, no, 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 not for me. Like I, I just remember him refusing to play for Paul One when he was at Rotherham, because he wanted a bigger move. So, not for me. I don't think, I don't think uh, Ipswich will let him go anyway. Not to us. So, yeah, Ladapo's a no for me. Yeah, well, you know, you can't get much better than this, Vic. You can't get much bigger than this. So, you know, may- maybe you'll fancy it. Um, but I don't think Warren will fancy him, to be honest. And we've got another comment from, uh, oh, please, uh, Johan Borison. Uh, my eyes are terrible, which is why I had to really look at that. Uh, he's put Charlton fan, and we think we'll get top two. Uh, thank you, Johan. I think you guys will be right up there as well after signing the podcast favourite, Alfie May. Um, which is yeah, a, a very good signing for you guys. But right, lads, that's that's it. We've covered so much. We've literally not stopped for breath for forty straight minutes, uh, which is quite an impressive feat in itself. Um, first off, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you did enjoy, please check out our Twitter or Facebook or anything, uh, which is at Rams Talk Pods. Uh, if you watch the video and want to listen back, you can listen back on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, which is Rams Talk Podcast. And if you're listening and want to see our lovely faces and get involved with the chats, uh, you can see us on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Rams Talk Pods. Uh, if you do want to leave us a rating, please do. Uh, we've had some really, really good ratings recently, and it's amazing to read. Uh, Callum's putting five fingers up because he's begging, as I am, please rate us five stars. Um, we'd be really grateful. Um, so thank you so much to everyone for listening, and thank you very much, lads, for coming on. Thank you. And I just say, Jake, I've just had an email from, I just had a text from um, Jamie Page saying that if Washington scores a hat trick first game of the season, he will retire from the podcast. And that is a promise. <laughs> so thank Come you. on, Connor. Come on. Right. Thank you, everyone. See you later. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.